Hello. You're saying that at the exact same time. I got confused then, but that was my voice to yours. That's all right, my friend. Um, hello. Um, hello. Welcome, and um, welcome, James. Um, second James on the podcast. <laughs> um, so you may, know, yeah, yeah. Um, you may know James as um, Doctor Hurio. Am I saying that right? I, I'm... People say it so many different ways. I meant it's supposed. To, I, I meant it that it was supposed to be Hero because it's. Who and well, it's the words who and hero put together the portmanteau. But everyone says it their own different way. I've kind of, I've kind of grew, grew, grew tired of actually caring how people pronounce it. It's fine. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. I like that. Um, so yeah, how have you been, man? Like during the circumstances? Uh, about ninety percent bored, then ten percent like planning stuff, then and then just waiting for that stuff to be able to, to like to get to the point where I can actually do it. Which is, you know, quite grinding when it's just like work, sleep, planning, gaming, nothing else. You know? <laughs> oh wow! Um, so yeah, so as long as you're surviving, I guess that's the main thing, really. So it's what we got to do, isn't it, during this sort of time, <laughs> which we haven't really like experienced in our, you know, limited yeah. time in the world. Yeah. So, um, obviously, for, for the audience, like, listening in, I, I was just wondering if you could, like, sort of just describe what it is exactly you do, like, online and stuff. Because I feel like you're probably going to explain it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm mainly a cosplay, like, photographer and videographer, but I do try to dabble in a few other things. Like, I've, I've, I've wanted to try streaming at some point and other things, but it's mainly a case of my motivation's very fluctuate so the only like main things that i can actually put a lot of my my drive and my like effort into tends to be more relating to like photos and videos and stuff like that where i don't know it's like it's, it's something it's like it's a creative endeavor that i don't want to say like it's easy but when you get mm. into the flow of things you feel like it's it, it just comes naturally to you when you like it's something oh, okay. that you enjoy sort of thing cool um so how long have you actually been doing this for now? Um, uh, in general, like photography, I've been doing since 2015 because um, it was a funny story that when I went to university after secondary school, I took a TV production course, which was combined with a photography course. But that was purely because from what I, from what I read, it took less UCAS points to get a, to get a combined degree than it did a single degree, which I don't, didn't understand how because it just sounded like you you're doing twice the work for half the effort. <laughs> but you know, um, but basically, I did the first year of photography and I learned most a lot of the basics of like how to edit and stuff like that because but because the university had loads of Macintoshes which all had like um, uh, uh, Photoshop and stuff and Lightroom and everything all uh built in so i basically just learned through that for the whole year for the whole first year i tried it i didn't pass the photography because it was mainly due to all the uh the like theory stuff and i'm not really much of a like oh there were this photographer <laughs> this style and in this day and age and say like, oh yeah. they, they made this and it's like I, I had i don't really care about that it's just more <laughs> you know, i like more the practical stuff so <sighs> then um uh, there was that and then i started getting into more uh like short film sort of stuff through people that I'd watched on YouTube yeah. and things like that. And I found that one person that I did actually work on a production with a fan production with was using a, um, uh, was using a, uh, what am I thinking? was using a, a DSLR, which is what I tend to use for filming most oh, of okay. it. And, and I didn't know that that was something you could do. Cause I always imagine, cause, cause I, I was like, I always like um, re recognize like a DS, like a normal, like point and click camera. I really shouldn't say that. So that's more just kind of your basic kind. The 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 kind of like bridge cameras, as some of them are called, are ones that you just tend to do photos with. But then I tend to forget that they have got a filming function on them. And it wasn't oh, until okay. and it wasn't until that encounter that that production that I worked with, that I thought, oh, so you can like you can film high frame rate and make things slow down, and you can do all these different sorts of things. It's like, oh, okay. So I got my own Canon six hundred D, which my grandmother got me. And then oh. I wanted to try and do cosplay music videos, which is like people like Sneaky Zebra and yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think who else at the time because because there have been others that I have followed in recent years, but they weren't like as properly into it at that time. I'm trying to think. I think it was mainly like um, like Sneaky Zebra and uh, oh, Glitch Visuals was a main inspiration oh, okay. as well. 
so my first my first uh, Comic Con was, yeah. was not actually one that I filmed out, which was uh, Collector Mania Milton Keynes. Uh, in oh God, yeah, twenty thirteen, and uh, that was where I first met some friends of mine who I've known since since then, like properly. Uh, Rob Baines and some other people like that. Who uh, Rob Baines is a fr- friend of mine from Darlington who works in a lot of visual effects stuff. Yeah, I know Rob does, Baines. Yeah, and he does like cosplay stuff like that. Uh, I first first met him there properly, and then he invited me to uh, come with him and the group that he had at that time um, to come to Birmingham MCM in that November because it was going to be a whole get together because it was the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who, so we were going to watch that. Oh yeah, that special episode in the cinema. That makes thought, sense. It's the same day as a convention, so we might as well try mm. that. And I had a great time there and enjoyed that. And I thought, okay, I'll try this again. So the, the year, the, a year went by, and I came back in the November of 2014 mm. with my DSLR and like, okay, I want to film a cosplay music video. Uh, it was a very, very okay. basic one. Very kind yeah. of. Ba- that, that I just like, oh, I, I've got like a very simple, uh, like, um, get, uh, steady cam, which is basically just kind of like a, a, a little apparatus which has weights in it, which counterbalances your camera so that you, you, you have a lot less like, um, uh, like, like handheld movement in your shot. So it doesn't look as like, you know, you oh, can okay. tell it's being handheld. But it was a very basic one because I was like new to the whole concept mm. of it. And obviously I made that and then I thought, oh, okay, I'll come back in. The um, because I because I only like found out like at that time in the in the November one that they, that it did they did it twice. <clears throat> Sorry, my my throat just went my throat just went dry. That's alright. My throat always goes too dry from talking too much. Um, but then I found out that it was a biannual thing where they had one in March and then one in November. So I thought, okay, I'll go to the one in March and then see what that's like because I didn't know at that point. And then I made another one. And then it was during that specific con where I was at a, a cosplay meet um, at the convention. And I thought, some people are taking photos. This can take photos. I've completely forgotten that this is mainly a photo camera. Took a few snapshots. <laughs> took a few snapshots. Really liked the results. And I thought, yeah, okay, we'll do that. And that's where I basically just went home and thought, okay, Facebook page. What am I going to call myself? And I thought, hmm, I like Doctor Who. And yeah. if this goes anywhere, I like to call the people that I work with my my quote unquote heroes because they're like the people oh, okay. I look up to or things That's like that. That's a nice so, spin to it, yeah. Yeah. So I then combine the two, and then it basically just said I'm just Doctor Hero Photography, even though that was a very umbrella term because at the time I thought it was just going to be ma- mainly photography, but then I expanded mm. back into uh, video videography um, a bit later on. Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah, because. Um... Honestly, man, I'm a massive fan of your work. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, like I, I follow your YouTube channel and um, I follow a lot of the videos you've done. And I feel like mm-hmm. pretty much every friend that I know who has worked with you previously has mm-hmm. always said that they've had an amazing time shooting <laughs> with you. And it looks really amazing as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I saw your recent video, which was with um, Kai Nelson. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Who did um, one of the uh, characters from the new Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was it. That that looked like a lot of fun, but mm. I can imagine that must take um, a lot of time. You know, like adding the visual effects, the lightsaber and oh, stuff definitely. like that. Tra- trying to track it's... those lightsabers is such a pain because it's just like you've got to you've got to like uh, dictate the start of the beam, the end of the beam, how wide it is, what how big the glow is. And it's like that that took about maybe two, maybe about one or two hours just to get just, oh, to wow, get it just right. And that's just the lightsaber. Yeah. And then there's, there's obviously like there's the, I had to add a glow on his face. There was the color grading and it all that mm. sort of stuff. And that's, so how just, lo- that's one shot. And it's going to, oh God, I can't, can't, like, <laughs> I'm dreading when I'm going to pull the whole like actual project together. It's just going to be crazy. So, like, how, obviously, with all these videos that you've mentioned before, like, how mm. long do they often take, like, like per one? Like, do they uh... take. Well, like the the filming's obviously just the just the, the the duration. Of, well, depending on whether it's a convention video or whether it's a uh, like a more um, single focused one, which I haven't done too many of. I I'm, I want to get more into the single focused ones, especially with the pandemic going on. It means that obviously while I yeah. haven't got cons going, I can focus on it. But for con, for con ones. It's basically just the filming is just basically just the entirety of the con. Like I'm getting bits here and there because it's because mm. because at most conventions like London MCM or Birmingham, I'll 
I'll most likely get a hotel from the day before to the day after and be like, okay, I'll film during most of the, the actual con days themselves. But if anyone's feeling it like on the Thursday evening, mm. if they're early or whatnot, or maybe the, the early Monday morning as everyone's going home, then I can get some extra stuff there. As for editing, uh, it depends on like the size of the convention, like how much I've got and like if mm. Adobe, if Adobe Premiere Pro wants to play ball and not freeze every five minutes, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I tend to sort of space it out like around my work schedule. So if I'm on an early shift, I'll be like working from seven till three, uh, seven a.m. Yeah. till three p.m. Come back, have a little nap, and then be like, okay, straight onto it. Maybe about three or four hours editing. With, oh, like, oh, wow, okay. It's it's just more like I have a big procrastination problem. So if I don't start myself off like pretty early then i tend to push it back and i feel that's a really bad uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a really bad like like habit to have so i'm just like that's why usually with any photo shoot or any video shoot i'm just like as soon as i get home transfer it all start doing an edit i'm just like i want to get a thing done so my brain's like okay you've started it but you can't just leave it rather than be like okay you haven't started yet but you can start it later and it just keeps you know if if my brain's like in that mode of like You've started it, so you need to finish it. I'm more likely to be like, okay, I need to, I need to keep going back to this rather than if I haven't put the, if I haven't put my foot down and put the first step in, then it's just like, oh, I'll, I'll get to that eventually, sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, like, God, that does sound like a bit of a progress, but I, I can imagine, obviously, as it comes to like the end of it, the result must be great. But it, 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 yeah, it's but like I, the, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I assume that, like, obviously it's not always good straight away. I was going to say, is there, like, times where you sort of feel like you finished it, but then you sort of go back to it and you're a bit like, oh, maybe I'll add this and add a bit of that? To, to be honest, there have been several, like, sp videos. I can't remember, like, specific examples, but I know I've done it before where I've, like, selected a song and then I've, like, started editing to the beat and I'm, like, halfway through and I'm thinking... I'm either going to run out of space for all of the footage and I don't want to leave anyone out or it doesn't feel like how I wanted it to feel. So it's like, okay, look for a new song. And now I need to completely start from scratch because the beat's going to be completely different from there. So it's just kind of, it's like, uh, it's, and, and there's always one thing I always live by. I can't remember where I heard it from. It might've been a TV production at um, university, but there's a bit when it comes to creative stuff, Art is never finished. It's only ever released because you'll release something and you'll go back to it. And when it's like out in the open, you'll think, oh, I could have done that or I could have made this better. And it's like it's, it's, it's like no matter what you do to it, you could be like the most high end like film producer or music producer or anything. And then they'll still have th thoughts of like, oh, I could have done that better or I could have done this. It's, it's never it, art's never finished. It's just released. It's never mm. like, it, it, depending on like your, your your like perspective or like how you think it's come out sort of thing. And with mine, it's like, I'm I'm happy when they're out. But I, always, yeah. but I think like most people, I, I, I and I, I know that people say that this is a really bad habit to get into, but I always tend to compare myself to other uh, videographers and CMV makers. I'm like... Oh, mm. but, they, but they had so much better of a, like shots and things like that here. It's like, oh, I didn't like push myself far enough here. I should have pushed <laughs> myself harder. And then I'm always like, but then again, it also it's a double edged sword where it kind of spurs me on for the future. And like, I'll, I think, okay, I'll invest in new equipment or I'll I'll try mm. new new uh, uh, camera angles and things like that in the future. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Um, I was going to say actually, one of my particular favorite ones of yours was mm. the. Um, science at the time lords one you did oh yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah that that one was really good because um i loved how you like the music and the cinematography that you sort yeah. of had as well to be honest, great that, bunch that, of cosplayers as well that was such a fun day it was like it was the first it time, looked like a lot of fun it's the first time i'd ever been and it's just it was such a atmosphere of yeah we're here for for like this general kind of shared fandom but it was also it was people that I knew and had worked with yeah. at other conventions. And it was just like, we're just having a mess about. We're just trying to see what we can do with what location we've got. And we just had a complete and utter laugh. Yeah, it, lo it, it looked like a lot of fun. Mm. Um, obviously, for people who don't know what Science of the Time Lords is, um, which I didn't think about. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, Science of the Time Lords is a um, 
specific Doctor Who convention set in Leicester, mm-hmm. which is at the, um, I believe it's the Science Centre. Sci- that, space, that was it. Yeah, Space Centre. Yeah, it's at it, the Space Centre. Yeah, yeah, because they have like a, a planetarium or, or whatever it's called, like the That's right. show thing and like uh, different exhibits related to space and stuff. Mm. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty decent day out. Um, oh, definitely. Especially when they do the event, because um, yeah. obviously there's some really cool like props and things, and yeah, uh, yeah. I can imagine for someone like James, it's practically like a gold mine of ideas for photography and video. So it was that oh, first time. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that you was like over the moon by um, yeah. by that. Definitely, um, definitely. But yeah, it does look like. To be fair, all your videos look alike. A lot of fun like particularly your fantastic beast ones you did a couple of years mm, ago as well yeah, that that yeah. that looked really good yeah um obviously with kai and molly um mm. it would you say there's ever been a video that you think's been the hardest to do or have you not quite got there just um, yet i think the one i'm well actually no um the one last year was somewhat well, not difficult, but it's just like taxing where it's like it's a project that you're planning over such a long period of time. And it's like you're thinking, will this come together in the end? Will I have enough like footage or or will it will it will the idea fulfill it fulfill to the extent where I think it's like gonna like work out to, to will it will it will it be how I wanted it to be or will it be mm. like, better or worse? And I think it came out. As 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 much as like to my skill at that point, it, it, it I think it worked out as best as I thought it would, at least at that point. Whereas this year, <laughs> with this one that I'm doing with Kai for um for for uh, Cal Kestis, it's like yeah, I've planned this out so in depthly, and 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 my plans are still ever changing because I'm just like I've, mm. I've, set, I've set out a series of um uh, uh shooting. Not so much dates, but like trips, because because there's going to be like one coming up where it might either be next weekend or the weekend after. I'm just waiting on Kai to get to me, get back to me about whether he's going to be free. But oh, there's, okay. there's going to be one where uh, we're going to go to the Peak District, and he's hopefully going to travel up to my nearest train station. I'm going to pick him up, and then we're going to go to a series of various locations around what's what's called, I think, Hope Valley in the Peak District. Because oh, okay. And, and that sounds just, interesting. Yeah, because it's just like when I researched for doing this, I basically thought, okay, what's good-looking places in uh, Wales or or Midlands or whatnot? And then it's like come mm. up with a list, and there were like also videos with drone because uh, I've recently gotten a, a drone. Were, was, oh uh, wow, that's I, awesome! I was searching up videos for drone footage of, for example, the Peak District, and then basically just had like captions of saying all these different places. I'm like, okay, that looks good. That looks cool, mm. and, and and there was also uh, another place I've also been to before, which I think would work well. So I basically just compiled a whole list, and then thought, okay, that can work for this scene, and that, and that, and that, and that. And so basically, whenever we get around to it within the next fortnight or so, we're just gonna drive around, do a bunch of filming, and then that'll be like hopefully a good maybe quarter or a third of the filming done, and then there's some other ones yeah. to do as well. So I think so- this this project in particular is going to be difficult, but I'm mm. taking my time with it and like working my way through it, and hopefully it won't be too taxing by the end of it. Oh well, I, I hope that all works out for you, because um, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> um, yeah, um, another thing I was going to say actually was um, mm. so how 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 does this work exactly? Because um, is it, obviously when you're doing the um, videographer stuff, yeah. is it like do you like go to a con and you see a cosplay that's really cool and you'd be like, yo, do you want to do a video? Or is it more like, is there like a process to it or? Most people from my experience tend to be more of the, of the former of what you said, where they'll go up to a cosplayer <laughs> and actually ask them, I am shy as hell. So oh. I, can't, I can't see an amazing cosplay. And this would be like, I'm going to just walk up to them and just be like, can you, do you want to be in my video? Because I know that like 99.9% of cosplayers are more than willing to do it. But my self-esteem <laughs> and my confidence completely plummets whenever I see an amazing cosplay. Oh, and I bless. think I want to go up to them and actually ask them to be in my video. And I know like there are a fair few of cosplayers who I do like admire 
greatly that have said they'd be more than willing to work with me. But I, I don't know what it is. It's like I like talking to people, but trying to get that first conversation, just my whole yeah, I get that. thing just yeah. goes straight down. And then I just freeze up and think, okay, I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> uh, but my, my general process is more of at least to save me from the awkward like introduction sort of thing I always worry about is mainly I'll set up a Facebook group, well, event, okay. a Facebook yeah. event for a specific convention. Then I'll copy, I'll paste it into multiple different groups and share it on my um, on my timeline on Facebook as well as uh, mm. Instagram. And then a lot of the time it'll usually be people I've already worked with and are on my friends list who will obviously see it automatically. But then there are a few yeah. like tend to be newer people that I haven't worked with before that will notice it and be like, oh, I'm doing going to be doing this on this day and that day. And it's like, I'd be more than happy to uh, get involved in that. And that kind of helps me break the ice to be like, okay, this person's expecting me. I'll be able to give them a place to meet me at the con at, at any sort of time and then at least we're mm. not going to be sort of like although I, i'm going to say it, get, get, it's maybe it's less awkward but then there are some times where um someone hasn't worked with me before and then they're just like maybe like for, exa for example at london <laughs> mcm around the trees where most people shoot it's like they're just like yeah. you just get message saying i'm looking for you i'm just like I, I, i'm looking <laughs> at like several other dozen <sighs> cosplayers i'm not sure which one you are and i can't really like there's so many people moving i can't tell who's like actually looking for me yeah so yeah I could imagine it's kind of difficult as well, like especially if they've got like a mask or something on. Yeah, or they look yeah. really unrecognizable. That so, um, some some people are so good at like makeup and like prosthetics and, and stuff yeah. like that. Like I would not have thought that was you. How did you <laughs> become this person? I would not recognize in a million years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, honestly, though, like, it sounds like you have so much fun with it. And I, I love yeah. hearing, like, how passionate you are about it as well. Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. just so great to hear people so passionate about the stuff that they do. Mm. Um, so, obviously, apart from, obviously, we've mentioned your photography and we've mentioned yeah. your um, video recording stuff. Yeah. Is there, like, other stuff you do as well that you could sort of chat about? Uh there's not really much in terms of like that i majorly uh i'm trying to pr promote myself i'm trying to well more recently i've tried to get more into just be, being an editor and that's more just in oh, terms okay. of that's in terms enough. of helping there, there is one person on twitch who i've asked to actually try and be their editor for like a a buy a, a twice video weekly sort of thing but they're currently waiting for their intro and outro to be done but I'm, I, I, it's like it's like i it's one main thing that I've always liked to do ever since I discovered video editing software on one of my old computers at home is that mm. I do like to edit. I like to be able to construct a a story or, or a narrative or, mm. or just montages in general, to be honest, because that's what obviously cosmic music videos are. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's like, it, it, if anything, I, I would love to try and be an editor as an actual job, but it's mainly just... If, mm. if not like photography and videography, it's just trying to get that portfolio, which is what I feel like my photography and my videography is kind of in, in a way where it's trying to be uh, a kind of a, a an impromptu portfolio to say, oh, I've done this and I can do that. Oh, okay. Would you yeah. want me to try and do this? And, and, and that sort of helped in terms of how... I, it's like okay, this guy, this person on Twitch said, okay, what what you edited before, and it's like okay, I've linked this, this, and that. Said, oh yeah, the, that'd be fine. Is that sort of stuff? And and as far as I know, once once they get sorted, we should be all right to do that. So that's really excited me to be. Oh, okay, that sounds awesome. Um, mm. I really hope that all works out for you because that that would be really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because another thing I was going to bring up as well mm. is um a couple of weeks ago I actually had Charlotte on here, who's yeah. um another photographer. Yeah. yeah. Um. And we were sort of going through the sort of difficulties, mainly at conventions that yeah. photographers have to go through. Yeah. Um, obviously, with like blocking shots and things yeah. and people trying to take over your shoot and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you say you've ever been in that sort of situation before where you've um, had to try and keep what's going on around you and stuff? Uh, not really to the extent that I think. I think because uh, obviously I've concentrated more on videography more recently I haven't noticed it as much with photography but I think with the videography mm. it's it, yeah I think the, the main the, the main problems I get is more just 
uh like kind of the the queuing sort of thing that you get like like what with um 86th floor tend to have a big problem where they have multiple people coming at the same time and it's like okay who do you shoot yeah. first and you don't want to keep people waiting and it's like Mm. It's that's the main problem that I tend to have. It's not so much anything like sniping or or, or you say blocking yeah. shots or anything like that, which I do understand is a really big problem because every person and their and their dog seems to think that they're an amazing photographer just because they've got a high end DSLR, whereas you don't yeah. really get the respect or anything from them to be like, okay, this person is trying to do a a, a shoot with this photographer because they've sacrificed their time for this specific person, and you're trying to get a side-on shot that probably won't look anything good unless you're just doing this purely just to sell to a tabloid, like like I've seen happen at B- Birmingham MCM before. And I'm just like, really? What oh. It's basically just wow. kind of like just yeah. stock images things, but it's just, it, you, you, you're not allowed to do that by the rules of MCM. But people oh, okay, yeah. it, so it's just like, people are just mm. really inconsiderate and really rude in that regard. But I know that, that there are a lot more people who want to get into it, but I think obviously as long as you get to the point where you can understand and and reciprocate the respect that needs to be done to be able to participate in that stuff sort of stuff then it's fine it's just mm. don't just assume that just because a cosplayer is there you can just take a photo willy-nilly just yeah ask them first i agree with that yeah and if they're busy with another v- photographer allow them to finish with that one before you ask again and see if they're still free don't just mm. willy-nilly just be like oh i'm just going to take a snap here and walk away that's just completely or that's completely mm. disrespectful yeah, because um, I feel like, particularly to like convention goers, because obviously mm. as we're on the subject, I feel yeah. like a lot of people just don't realise the photography and videotography side of things. Because obviously I like to think that they're both very much a big part of it as what yeah. the cosplay side of things is as well. Definitely. Um, and for some people, like this is like a career for some people. Like mm. These people generally do do it, not just for fun, but as a career path. Yeah. Um, so I can imagine that it is very frustrating to sort of go through like the stuff we just mentioned. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of glad that obviously we're able to talk about these sort of things because I kind yeah. of want people to be more knowledgeable about it because, you know, there are a lot of people who just don't know much about it. But I feel like if they hear it from someone they know yeah. or they might sort of take it on board and then it will sort of, pass on if you know what i mean i think at the end of the day it's when when people say like the cosplay community it's not obviously just cosplayers it's the photographers it's the videographers it's the friends of those it's people it's like we have to respect people other people as a community you don't just Mm. assume that like they're completely separate from each other they all interact with each other they all work with each other in different ways whether it's photographers obviously they're getting photos that they can use to say okay i'm going to uh, this is my portfolio of, of photos and then co- co- cosplayers can say oh well this is my repertoire of stuff i've done before and this is like what i've done in terms of my costume ability but it's obviously mm. a nicely presented way we're all a huge interconnected like group that can't oh yeah definitely. We, can't, we can't just have people just randomly coming coming along and say and and just abusing that trust and that and that mm. that, that, that uh sense of togetherness that everyone has they have to not to say they're not to say it's very exclusive in there or anything like that. It's just more just oh no, just no, be yeah. like if you're coming into it, don't just assume that you're automatically a part of it. If you're just going to be rude and if you're going to mm. disrespect people, not not just obviously in terms of photography, but just like in terms of like how you respect cosplayers in general, like how how you talk to them, how you treat them in public and stuff like that. It's just all kind of it's all interweaved, and you have to understand it to be able to know where the line is that you have to draw to not be cla- like mm. class as a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to put it mildly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. That was a hard Ted talk there. <laughs> um, there we go. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to go into um, obviously going back into your like editing side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Obviously, what what sort of process goes into that then? Because obviously, once you've recorded everything, I assume you get your PC out and you know you put the footage through. Like, yeah. is there like what is the process that goes into doing these videos from like pre-production yeah. to post-production and stuff? The main starting point is always what song am I like? 
most wanting to use because because i'm yeah. very kind of like of the time where it's like i'll hear a song and think oh this will be really good and then it's like m maybe months before i actually use it so probably by the time that i actually get to actually editing it the song i intended to use has probably changed about five times <laughs> <laughs> because i've always like found a new song which actually sounds a little bit better or it's just like what i'm liking at that point oh, in time. okay um but then it's like when i eventually decided on the song just import it into premiere pro and then just bring all the footage in and just i tend to just edit to the beat really unless there's okay. any specific lyrics that would suit any of the particular cosplay like shots mm -hmm. or anything like that and then it's just mainly just editing to the as i say editing to the beats and trying to fill up the entire time and then if i ever run short then it's like okay can i just manipulate the music a bit or can i like stretch a, a uh, one of the shots a little bit a, a little bit longer anything like that is there enough in there for it to work or can i speed something up or slow something down and just try so, to um, make it all just fit really so is it like so obviously when you're recording so obviously do you have like a song in your head at the time and you sort of think right this is what i want you to do or do you sort of just go for it randomly and then you sort of decide I did try, yeah. I did try and do that originally with my second ever video. I wanted it to like have some of the cosplayers like lip syncing, but then I found out that was oh, way okay. too that was way too hard. So it's more just of a case of I just want the cosplayers usually to do if they can't think of anything themselves, or if I can't think of anything, it's just going to be some sort of simple uh, camera yeah. movement slash uh, uh, performance movement. If not, if I know the character or if they know the character and they like can explain mm. to me what it's like, they're like, okay, no, we'll do this and I'll work yeah. out around that how I'll shoot it or or like what we'll do and then obviously do that and then it's just more just I will fit the uh, the video to the beat of the song in terms of like whether I like maybe I speed it up or slow it down or put it oh, a okay. certain part. It's more just kind of like a huge jigsaw, but not in a way like, oh, I'm just going to ram this piece into here no matter if it doesn't fit or not. It's just like, no, I'd rather everything feel natural in terms of yeah. where, where it is and how it flows and everything like that. Sometimes it is a bit jagged in some, some <laughs> videos but i think that's more just a learning curve of like okay these sorts of shots don't yeah, really work for that, this yeah. music so yeah so is it like um is it like a specific genre that you go for with your music or is um, it like uh anything kind of like upbeat and happy and stuff like that and unless it's very specific um to a particular feel, but those tend to be more the kind of like single cosplayer slash oh, okay. fan fandom ones. I think for more convention videos, it tends to more, be more what what's got a nice dancey kind of engaging yeah. beat that people will be like, "Oh, I like this. I like what I'm hearing as I'm watching mm. all these awesome people, like cosplayers, be all like moving in time mm. to the music." Uh, yeah. So, do you obviously? I don't know if you've ever actually thought about this, but do you feel like you kind of have like a huge responsibility for people who want to go to a convention who haven't been before? And then obviously they come across as one of your videos. Do you like to think that you sort of somehow try and represent the feeling of the con? Oh, for sure. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can imagine that that must sort of be a bit pressuring as well. Cause obviously you want to yeah. sort of, not necessarily promote the convention but you want people to sort of go oh wow this looks amazing like this is why i want to go to a convention because um obviously yeah. i see a lot of them on facebook and um twitter and youtube mm. and stuff you know you search up mcm it comes up yeah. and um particularly in like american cons as well like mm. there's loads of big music videos there which yeah. really give you a feel of what the convention's like so i can imagine for you that must sort of be a similar thing where you're really trying yeah. to like show that energy and fun and excitement and creativity as well with um yeah. with the cosplayers and the conventions i guess it's it's mainly the like the the the, the like the atmosphere that i'm trying to convey because it's like it's yeah like, definitely yeah because even though most of my time whenever i decide to do a cosplay music video is mainly just running around like chasing cosplayers and trying to film them i still have a mm. good time because i get to chat with oh, them yeah, I, get definitely. To, I get to have a laugh with them i get to like just like admire the like the, the work they put into all their costumes and it's like even in this it, I, I, and i i like to try and also get shots of like photographers and, and other videographers as well to show like you can do pretty much anything at a con as long as it's within, within reason and you can still have an amazing time oh yeah definitely trying to convey 
that as I, as I said, like with community, that that everyone tries to look out for each other, and that it it yeah. is it, much a big family that you develop, and mm. and, and 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 another way that that when you tend to get a, a, a rhythm of having some some of the same people constantly in the in the videos, it's I'm not uh, I think that's. Uh, some people may think, oh, well, you're not being very creative in terms of trying to get new people. It's like, no, I'm I'm willing to find new people. I'm just not finding them. Oh, but okay. it's also, but it's also, it, it also shows that like you get the regulars that keep coming back and keep being absolutely yeah. outstanding with their level of costume. And the, and and there's a reason why I always wish to feature them if if I can without like going to OTT and balancing oh, it yeah, out with definitely. new people. I mean, it's not what you know, it's who you know, really. So mm. um, I, I completely understand. What, um, and obviously you sort of want to, at least at the moment, sort of stick to your comfort zone yeah. before you jump too many hurdles, if you get yeah, if you sure. get what I mean. But, yeah, obviously saying that, you know, you've got to speak to loads of people, I think it's great because um, I don't think you're, you don't, at least you don't come across as someone who's like, oh, yeah, we've done it now, you can, you can, T- oh, yeah, off no, and I, be I, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't need you anymore i've got what i need now <laughs> bye-bye <laughs> um but yeah another thing i was actually going to bring up um mm. was i actually remember a few years ago because um my friend ash who you know um ash mm. richards oh yeah yeah, um, yeah 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 um you actually did a group flash cosplay i remember a couple of years ah, ago yeah, yeah, yeah. which was super cool and mm. that looked that looked like a lot of fun. I don't know if you did any videos of it though. Um, um I think we got a couple of photos, but we didn't get yeah, that's right. day from what I remember. That yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up because that yeah. was really, really cool. Because obviously yeah. at the time you didn't like when it came to like flash cosplays, like yeah. you saw people do Barry Allen. Yeah. And um you know reverse flash but you never really saw people do like cisco and all of that yeah. so that was really cool <laughs> um definitely bring that back <laughs> i'll, I'll that need to upgrade awesome. the glasses at some point they would just they, they were basically just like light up led like i think sunglasses or something like that just covered with friggin foam just to make, no make the, like the slits <laughs> on the oh wow that's really cool though <laughs> honestly i loved it i thought it was great um no and obviously rob, rob looks amazing as the oh, flash yeah, anyway he, 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 he always goes all out with these sorts of things. It's, it's oh, really yeah, definitely. Um, God, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to bring up. Like, I have <laughs> so, it's like, it's just so, I'm overwhelmed by, like, so many questions. <laughs> and you're very good with your answering as well, by the way, because you really go into detail. And I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Um, so, God, obviously you've done your, we've talked about your videography and your photography side of things. Um I suppose, obviously, we've spoke a lot about conventions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, going into your solo stuff that you do, yeah, um, with you know single cosplayers, yeah. um, which always looks like a lot of fun because obviously <laughs> you've done one recently with um, Kai Nelson, who's yeah. big on Instagram, and yeah. So there you go, Kai. <laughs> I know, I know, he loves a bit of that. So there you go. <laughs> also. <laughs> And um, obviously Adam Lukins as well. Oh who, yeah, um, did a really awesome Obi Wan Kenobi. He, he um, it, it, if 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 not to be a bit spoilery, that, that he is going to have a part in this new project with Kai. Oh wow, okay. In, I look forward to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think because obviously with those ones, um, mm-hmm. do they, would you say they are a bit harder than the conventional? Or are they easier? Would you say? Uh, it depends on your um, definition of difficult because it's just like they can be difficult in different ways. Whereas, like with con videos, it's do I have enough footage to fill the whole yeah. thing out? Have I like varied enough the amount of like the, the amount and the types of people that I've worked with mm. um, and all that sort of stuff? Whereas with the single ones, it's more just do I make this as uh, like an actual kind of story sort of thing or yeah. Do I make it more kind of more abstract and more just mm. just kind of thematical or something like that? And it's yeah, it's 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 it's, it's dependent on what your perspective like ha- how you would define what's difficult. Because I, I I think I might say that the single person ones are more difficult depending on what I want to do with them. Like like as I say with yeah. with this one with Kai, it's like 
I want to go for a specific feel, but I don't want to go with locations that I've already used before and people will recognize them that won't like give a a a sense of grandiose and epicness, which is why I've like Mm. uh, researched and listed all these locations I want to go to. Whereas I say that like the one in like a fortnight or so is going to be like the Peak District and then we've got some places in North Wales, in South Wales, in London. Um and all that is just going to be like whenever we can get the chance to actually mm. get to these places and and actually film them and then it's like do these do these go the way that I'm hoping they do or or will or will we be like just basically just wasting an entire trip and it's just like that kind of like dread that's that I've got with yeah planning such a big pr- project that I want to look like as good as I can make it look at the end of it but <laughs> will it be worth it that's the main like anxiety i have about it but okay. i want to put my i want to put my full into it and i don't know whether that makes it harder in a general sense or yeah. whether, whether that means it's just more that i've just got more to tackle in terms of trying to pull it together so um obviously with these ones um because obviously at your convention ones you obviously sort of have an idea in your head and you sort of go yeah. for the beat and stuff like that obviously with these ones like whose vision is it normally like so is it like you go up to them and be like, right, this is what I've wrote down. This is what I want to do. Or is it like, I don't know, for example, does Adam sort of go, yeah, hi, James, this is what I want to do, you know, A to Z, you know, that sort of stuff and be like, yeah, this is what I want. Or is it normally your vision or do you go, right, this is the idea I have. This is how we're doing it. Bish, bash, bosh, done. It, it tends to be a lot more collaborative in that way. I'll obviously I'll have a, like a main idea that I start out with, but then yeah. it's like, I don't want it to be completely the, especially with something I don't know amazingly well, because I haven't played all the fallen, uh, fallen order all the way through. So I don't know yeah. everything that Cal, that Cal does. So I need Kai's input in that regard. And obviously he, he's given me sort of ideas of like, Oh, they, he does this and the thing and he gets that. And it's like, Oh, and I'm getting these, upgrades for my costume that, that that make him look like this i'm like okay we can work that in and we can maybe have a go mm. have, have a bit of fun with that and like he's got the like he's got his droid i can, can't remember what the name of the of his droid is um oh god i've actually forgotten as well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys it was it was funny that um he's got a holocron which will, which will be incremental to the is it incremental is that the word i think like pivotal i'll say pivotal which is, i'm gonna say i think so which is pivotal to the narrative of the video, mm. um, and he and he, and we, uh, we went to um, uh, Gallifrey one last February before the whole friggin' coronavirus. Oh yeah, oh happened. yeah, you did, yeah. Um, and he was just like, "Oh, I should have got the holocron from Galaxy's Edge when we were there." And we we're thinking, "Yes, we <laughs> knew this when we were there." <laughs> but you know, it was just he got a lightsaber from it. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, um, it, all, it all worked out in the end. Yeah. And he thought it was going to be trouble trying to get it back on the planes. Like, and then, and then he just goes, "It's like, no, they're perfectly fine. We've had loads of people come through with uh, lightsaber blades on these plane flights. It's fine. Don't need to worry about it." It's just like, yeah, all that worrying for nothing. <laughs> God. Uh, what was the original point? Now I've forgotten because I've diverted. Um, um, it was kind of along the lines of like, who's oh yeah, vision? No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, say it mainly starts out as my version, my version, my vision. But I yeah. like to get the people that I'm working with involved because I don't want it to be like anything that doesn't feel like it's true to form in 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 a sort of like general way. Because I won't want Kai to try and portray Cal in a way that doesn't feel authentic to the game or or something like that. And I, I'm always mm. like, I'm always. Um, like having a back and forth with him to be like okay do you want to try this and do you want to maybe try that and what was it see to be what was it feel like to maybe if we do this and, and there's this um oh i had another point and i completely forgot what it was uh ah what was it uh one minute oh my brain i don't want to waste <laughs> time on the recording what was it um Oh, so I'll I'll continue what I was going to say, but um, <laughs> like 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 oh no, I think it was more like like with Adam, it was more just um, a case of okay, I want to uh, shoot your Obi Wan at some point. And he was like, okay, can we do this, this, and that? And I want some like some some shots like this and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. And then obviously we get to the location, mm. and then we just we w- work through his ideas, and then we're like, okay, maybe if we try this, and it's, and obviously I think a lot of 
what we did for that shoot was majoritively his ideas, which I was completely fine oh, with. Okay. It's like he 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 loves Obi Wan Kenobi as a character. He just completely yeah, I, I know embodies he it yeah. in terms of like he 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 like follows Ewan McGregor's exploits down to a T. So I'm just like if he knows if it is anyone that knows anything about how he, how he should shoot an Obi Wan Kenobi cosplay, I, I'm just going to leave it mainly to him and yeah. stuff like that. It's always a collaborative effort like in, in the general sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, obviously, I wanted to bring up with um, with fandoms, because um, yeah. I, I imagine you must be quite a big part of them, particularly with the people you work with, because I'm assuming you have a lot of people who have a lot of things in common with you. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, Are there uh... ones that you lean towards more than others, or...? Um, well, a big major one that's always been a part of my life has been Doctor Who, because when I okay. first... Because I always knew it existed, like, in my lifetime, but it wasn't until it came back in 2005 that uh, I grew... that I actually grew to love the show, and then obviously went back to explore it, what, what like, the, the classic era and everything like that. Mm. And I think it's a big part of why I've met so many specific people, like Rob and Kai and things like that, where yeah. it's been a fandom that has been very welcoming and very symbolic of like trying to be kind and 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 helpful and everything like that I, I, I haven't been as as like majorly linked to it in recent years purely because i think yes, a lot I more of, the, of more of like specific viewpoints of how the show is going currently which i do not share i can i still love the show well i love the show to the extent where I'm not going to start watching it, but I still have my gripes with the writing and things like that. I okay, that. yeah, I get that. I, I love Jodie as a doctor, and I hope she continues on, but I, there are specific like problems I have with specific plot points and things that have been happening mm. that I'm just kind of eh with, but I'm not going to start watching it. Um, but in, it's like a general fandom thing. I've not really been, like, been as much into it in terms of like maybe going to like cosplay meets or, or things like yeah. that. I've been more kind of a multi-fandom person where it's like, Whatever is the flavor okay. of the month, sort of thing, where it's like, yeah. okay, Star Wars this time, because a lot of people that are like Kai and Adam and things like that are more into that currently, and uh, and it's still a fun um, uh, franchise that I still enjoy, no matter what people may think of the sequel trilogy. Although I do <laughs> tend to agree, I do tend to agree with a lot of people that tend to look down on the Last Jedi. Oh, uh, yeah. Even though, <laughs> even though I do I do like the opening like ten minutes or so, and etc. etc. Um. And I tend to be more of a, like in a general sense, I tend to be more of a kind of a, a Japanese kind of anime and sort of that sort of stuff okay. kind of fan in, in, in like my sort of day-to-day -day stuff, even though I wouldn't ever like mention it at work or anything. Like that. Oh, God. Because most people at my, at my workplace are probably above the age of 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, okay. Um, so obviously bringing up star wars obviously next month is star wars is star wars day um, oh yes Maybe. do you have like anything planned like is there any videos coming like in, for star wars day that you can sort of hint towards there are always like big days like that where i wish i had something uh like ready to release but i'm i, I as much as i like to think i'm a forward thinker i don't tend to have things like like that specifically set up and i feel like i'm i let people down in that regard no, but i think it's more just like i i I, th I will get eventually get to a point where i will probably start planning things for specific days but it's it's not it's not going to be this year specifically where ah. i'm doing something for that maybe in the future it, yeah I, although although to be honest if, if i had the cal project done now maybe that would have been it but obviously yeah. I've, only, I've only just started it so it's just going to be you know as and when mm. Um, are you going to be like doing anything to celebrate it though, or do you normally do stuff to celebrate it? Uh, I'd mainly just like go on Instagram or Facebook and just see what other people are doing to celebrate <laughs> on, their, on their stories. It's like I, I, I respect it existing. I'm just not like as religiously invested in it specifically, but I do mm. understand how 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 important it is like to the whole uh, like mm. fandom in general, and I and I and I think it's quite it, it, it's quite endearing to see something like that like online and everything like that mm. where, where they all come together for such an amazing um as I say, franchise yeah and then um obviously we're getting a lot of the uh, disney plus stuff as well which ah, is uh, yeah. very exciting um is that something you're looking forward to like because obviously we've getting the new boba fett stuff 
I mean, that, that, that and, was um, the main reason why I got Disney Plus was mainly just to watch this, watch catch up on the Mandalorian when season two was oh, yeah. on the edge. Because uh, yeah, and and then obviously with uh, the Marvel stuff coming out because I watched oh yeah, One um, Division when it came out in January, and now uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then all the other things that are coming out the rest of the year like Loki and What If, and it's like I, I, I'm. I, I'm very much an advocate of um, I don't want to be very dependent on like streaming as like a concept because it's like oh, okay. not not everyone has like a very decent internet connection and stuff like that so it's like you can't really I don't like companies like putting all their eggs in one basket of like mm. okay we'll just make it so that these things are exclusively, exclusively available online that's why I didn't have Netflix for so long and, and then obviously now Disney Plus is my Netflix because it's just yeah. Because it's got more stuff on it that I can actually like want to actively look, search for and watch. Whereas with Netflix, I'll be like, "There's stuff here. There's a lot of stuff I don't want to watch, and a fair amount that I do want to watch." But it's made, but this interface finds it makes it so difficult to want to actually actively go out and find it. So it's mm. like, eh. So that's what put me off mainly. To be honest, that is an actually really good argument. I'm not going to lie; I've not actually heard that before, but I actually <laughs> kind of agree with what you're saying, but. Mm. But yeah, is there like obviously with Disney Plus, is there like any show or something you're like looking forward to more than the others? Because obviously we're getting quite a lot this year. I think we're being treated quite well by Disney Plus this year. To be honest, I think WandaVision was the main one, and obviously that was at the start of the oh, year. Um, I think What If's going to be cool because I want to see what. Oh yeah. What how creative they're going to be in terms because if you've seen the trailer, then from the look have, of it, yeah. they're, they're making Black Panther into Star Lord if he got taken at that age. Yeah. And um, if what if Penny, is it, no, Peggy, <laughs> Peggy Carter became, I assume, obviously, it's going to be Captain Britain because it's not, yeah, American. that's right, yeah, and stuff like that. Just that creativity of like, okay, what would happen if it literally, what if this happened? I'm like, okay, that's going to be interesting, and the, and the animation style looks really cool. So yeah, cool. I'm I'm looking forward to that one, and it's it's got one of the main Marvel sort of characters called the Watcher in it as well, which oh, I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to seeing how they do that. Mm. Um, but I'm actually really looking forward to it because obviously they're getting the same actors yeah. from the MCU to do the voice acting, which again is really great with consistency and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I I hope it doesn't get overlooked by like all the other stuff coming out because obviously with it's not going to be as up as the hype as what maybe Loki and WandaVision yeah. and Falcon are. But I I really hope it doesn't get overlooked or anything. Cause, oh, um, not. Yeah, because obviously with it being an animated show, I mm. don't really want people to sort of be like, oh, it's not really for me. I but, mean, a, an argument to that could be like how popular the Star Wars, the Clone Wars ones, that, that, that they, oh, yeah. they brought it back for the last season so that they could finish out that story after it was already, after it was obviously taken off the air. Shows that obviously, and some animated stuff is still watched and oh, yeah, I'd to, agree, be, yeah. to be worth it. I mean, obviously there's loads of, there's loads of successful like adult um, cartoon stuff as well, which a lot of people don't tend to realise. Yeah. Um, like mm. there's a show I've been watching called Invincible on Amazon Prime at the moment. Oh, I need to watch that. <laughs> I've got Prime, but I've like not gone it's, back it's to it. It's very, very good. Um, it that's kind of a perfect example, I think, of like adult animation, which I'd probably recommend to people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. Um coming up which is exciting um have you been enjoying the falcon and the winter soldier at the moment yeah yeah it, it's it's it, it, it's one of those ones where i, I it's it's strange because it's like I, I it's something that cut that kai put where he says that um that the first few episodes like don't seem that uh, they don't, don't seem to be that enticing, but then you get to the third or fourth, mm. and you're really invested in it. Even though I was invested oh, in yeah, the first episodes, which same is like, I, 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 I think this one was more of a case of I'm not sure whether I will because I've never been that attached to either Falcon or oh, Buffy. Okay. But then you start watch, and then you start watching, thinking, okay, I'm liking this. This mm. is cool, and it's like it's exploring themes and and stuff that wouldn't, as far as I can think, would be that detailed, like that in depthly explored in the films. Like the aftermath of the blip, where everything yeah. came back after five years and things like that, and that sort of those concepts and things. It's like, how's the world dealing with it? And that's like kind of linked into the whole sort of con uh, like plot of the of the series, which is only got two episodes left. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 
I feel like that's kind of my only downside is I kind of hoped it would have been more episodes. Like, even if yeah. it was just, like, eight episodes, I'd be pretty happy with that, but... Which is like, I saw the trailer say there's two episodes, and I'm thinking, yeah. really? How are they going to fit all... Well, how are they going to resolve this in two episodes? I know they're long mm. episodes, but they've set up so much, as far as I can see. Is it going to be, like, is it going to be satisfactory by the I end mean, of I mean, I hope so. Um, because I've, I've really yeah. loved, like, how mature it's been as well, because obviously in terms of, mm. like, the overall approach that they've been going with with the show. Yeah. Because um, another show from Marvel I really liked was the Netflix stuff with Daredevil. Um, so oh, I, yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. get a lot of Daredevil vibes from this show, which, which is great, because mm. um, I was really hoping they would make this, like, a more adult-like show, like, still have the goofiness there, but kind of have it... Yeah bit more for the adult audience and stuff and um, but i think it's kind of verging sort of like on the very edge of what like a younger audience might be uh, like open to watch compared i don't i don't think it's like gone completely like adult only but i think it's kind of like veering on that that tightrope yeah. of being like it could, could be classed as like being a bit too adult or something mm. like that but it's not going too far Especially with the ending of the last oh, episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that was quite something, wasn't it? Mm. But I, I am excited to see, like, what they do with it and stuff. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, we're getting Loki next month as well, which is going to be um, really intriguing. Because I'm not mm. going to lie, it wasn't a show that I was particularly, like, excited for. Yeah. Because, don't get me wrong, yeah. when... I do like Loki, but it did sort of get to the point where I was a bit like, I feel like we've seen enough Loki now. Um, yeah. But then seeing the trailers, I was like, oh no, this actually looks really interesting. Um, I think I think it's because like the, from what I can gather from the, the like the uh, the um, the main like idea of the plot, it kind of makes sense to be like, this is kind of really different because it's not a Loki that we've well it's it's a Loki that's at literally out of his yeah. time where it's, he's, he's have it had to be taken away like out of the main timeline because he does shouldn't exist yeah he's, it does kind of give so me Umbrella so, yeah. Academy vibes I'm not gonna lie um because in that show mm. it's kind of similar because obviously they have an organization that sort of looks after time and stuff All so right. I was a bit like oh this kind of rings a bell <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, um, obviously before we wrap this up and everything, um, towards the end of the podcast, mm -hmm. I normally like to do a little challenge for the guests, um, as, as we're Ooh. on. Um, so what I've recently been started doing with, um, certain guests is to describe a film as badly as possible without giving <laughs> the name or any of the characters. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm dreading to think what you've got. You've got lined up for me to try and describe. Um, this is the thing. This is you. You're gonna get to choose. You'll get to choose it, and um, the audience oh, will right. somehow try and work out what it is. I just want to. Uh... Um, I just want to say to um, the previous podcast. Um, I had my friend Elliot very badly describe a film. Um, well, at least he tries to explain it badly. Um, <laughs> he just, It was The World's End. Um, that was the answer. Oh, um, right. So well done to uh, James, who got that right. Um, the way he described it was um, a reunion of um, five blokes meet up for a pub crawl, and then statues come to life, and weird alien stuff happens, and um, which is pretty <laughs> much what happens in the film, I guess. Yeah. Um, so obviously, James here is going to give us something for us all to try and work out, which will be fun. Oh god! Uh, now to think of like any like m films in particular that I could like that I like enough to be able to describe badly yeah. and actually be like have the effort. Um, and those are the ones that like aren't too easy to get. Oh yeah, yeah, um, of course. Oh god, what what have I watched? What have I watched? It isn't like like Marvel or Star Wars or something. What, what have I watched? Um, looks at my video uh, DVD uh, bookcase. Um, uh, what 
can I use? Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. okay, 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 okay. Um, oh, how do I describe this really badly? Um, is it like a word limit? Or uh, no, not particularly. No, I mean, as long as it okay. makes sense, and I guess fair enough. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so just uh, like start whenever. Yeah, go for it, man. Um, how do I, how do I do this? Um, it is tricky. Oh, I, I, I know what. Yeah, I know what it is, but it's like trying to. I don't want to give it away immediately, just from the from what I'm trying to say. And I love this film. Um, uh, oh, because I'm like I've got like the phrase in my head, but it's like you'd instantly get it from saying it. Um, oh God, because there's one particular word I'm trying not to say because it's it like wouldn't it, it's not like in the title or any of the names. It's just like it's specifically why I say this word. Mm. They'll they'll know what it is. Um, oh. Um, oh. Um, a group of people okay. go to go to sleep to try and make a person dissolve their company. Oh, I think I know what it is, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a really bad way of describing something. Though, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yes, so, trying to be so specific that it's just like it's yeah, but no. <laughs> and um, oh. obviously, another thing I wanted to mention as well is, um, mm -hmm. as we're on the yeah. subject, um, my other friend yeah. who was on, I, which will, I, I guess it was last week in time of recording because I just realised that I did Elliot and Dan on the same on the same week. Um, <laughs> my my other friend Dan, um, he described a song really badly. And the way he described it was it's a really long song set in two thousand and it's the opposite of a breakup. And as far as I'm aware, not many people got this. Um, the answer was Stan by Eminem. <laughs> um, which is a oh, pretty okay. bad way of describing the song, to be fair. But <laughs> yeah. But well, but yeah, no one got that one, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> at least at this current moment. <laughs> um, but to finish off, lastly, um, what I normally mm -hmm. do as well, um, at least for people that come on here, is to try and do like a little question of someone to like people who listen to answer like yeah. it could be a question yeah. about anything it could be as hard as you like mm -hmm. and um obviously when this comes out i'll put it up and then we'll shout out whoever gets the answer right uh, so is it like it's like themed like it could be it could be a general or... question um recently we've had questions about like specific characters um general knowledge um and stuff like that. So yeah, they could literally could be about anything. Okay, 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 okay. Because because I'm very a big Doctor Who fan. Mm. Okay, in the Christmas special from 2007, Voyage of the Damned, what does the Doctor say his age is? Oh, okay. That's a good one. He does say it specifically. Mm. So yeah, fantastic. If people can get that, fantastic. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, I feel like that's kind of us done for today. Um, honestly, um, thank you so much, James, for coming on. It's been, it's been amazing, um, hearing you talk about your work and stuff. Um, obviously, but really obviously nice. before you go, just give us things that we yeah. can follow you on for, throughout social media and stuff. Okay. Um, my, my, my Facebook page is Dr. Hero Photography. So that's D-R-W-E. H-E-R-O photography. That should come up if you ever search it. My Instagram is at Dr. Heroes, at D-R-W-H-E-R-O. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I have. Uh, my TikTok, I think, is Dr. Hero Tog. Let me just quickly <laughs> check. I try to brand myself um, so in the general so I don't like confuse people. But I'm like trying to think. Well, while I'm trying to think. Oh. <laughs> TikTok don't play, please. No, yeah, yeah it is. Um, at D R W H E R O T O G, Dr. Hero Tog. And if you want to catch me on 
um, Twitch at any point whenever I want to actually try and do a live stream at some point. I don't know when that will be, but if you want to follow me and then get a notification whenever I do go live, it's literally the same as my TikTok, at D-R-W-H-E-R-O-T-O-G. Fantastic. Um, there you go, guys. Um, definitely check um, James's stuff out. It's it's awesome. Um, again, thank you so much, and I will see you guys next time, and I'll be seeing you whenever, James. And I'll see you whenever. Bye. So if you enjoyed that episode of the podcast and you want to hear more of me bickering on with other people bickering on, then please do click on that follow button on whatever platform or device you are listening this to. Also, if you'd like to know more about the podcast and more about the host, then please do follow my official Instagram, which is Lucas Out Loud. That is Lucas underscore out underscore loud.